This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Greetings, everyone. This is the X Zone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time space continuum to this place that I call the X Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern all around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of terrestrial radio stations and satellite programming providers. Now, if you'd like to give us a call, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to listen to past shows, just go to exxonpodcast.com or our main site, exxonradiotv.com. This hour, we're going to be talking about my favorite subject, Exxon Nation, angels. Chris Alexandria is our special guest, and uh, she is your transformational coach with Angelic Insights. She is the creator of the Angel Chatter Archangel Oracle Cards, the author of the award-winning children's book, Have You Ever Wondered About Angels?, and the designer of the Growing Angel Chatter Jewelry Line. Her passion is to empower people across the globe so they may live the life of their dreams. And her website is www.angelchatter.com. And joining me now is Chris Alexandria. And Chris, welcome to the Exxon. Good evening, Rob. How are you? Any better than I just couldn't take it, even though it's voting day here in the province of Ontario, and I can honestly say we have the three stooges that are up for election as the premier of this province, so it'll be interesting to find out who won after the show tonight. <laughs> it does sound interesting. Uh, you know, the uh, there's a saying we have up here in Canada, if you want to change a politician, you put them all in the bag, shuffle the bag, and no matter what you pull out, is the same thing you started with. So tell, ooh. Ooh. Uh, so tell me, Chris, how did you, how did your involvement in angels start? Well, you know that's a really great question, and I actually do get asked that a lot. And the story goes, because it's real. Um, I've been doing it my whole life, but I didn't realize it for many, many years. Because, like so many of us, we want to fit in, mm-hmm. and when you have a unique gift such as chatting with the angels. It's not quite your typical lunch table at the school cafeteria conversation or certainly not at home either. But I had a reading myself on the phone, oh gosh, many years ago. And one of the angels she called in was Archangel Mm -hmm. Ariel. And I was the only one at home. 
And when she called in Ariel, I, before I could even stop myself, I went, oh, Pinky! And I literally stopped, looked around the room, and was looking like, who just said that? And I honestly forget the rest of the conversation. And that night when I went to bed, I said, okay, front and center. I want to see these people again. So Ariel comes in, and I then went, it's you. Because as a child, she's my guardian angel. I did not know the name Ariel, but I knew the color pink. Mm -hmm. And she resonates the color pink, so therefore she became Pinky. So that was my clarification that I've been doing this my whole life, even though I forgot about it for quite a while. What's what sparked the re the revival, the uh, the memory again that were that took a memory into into what you're doing today? What was the catalyst? The catalyst to want to even begin to do this was I had children, and I knew Mama Bear couldn't be everywhere with them, mm -hmm. and. I started seeing angels in movies and in books, and I became, all right, I need to have, I need to call on that outside help. So I started become, I was hungry, mm -hmm. so, so hungry for this reconnection. And it just opened up like gangbusters. And it's been nonstop chatter ever since, pretty much. Who or what are angels? Great question again. Angels literally mean messengers of God. So they are your best friend, the mm -hmm. winged and haloed bunch, I call them. And they are here to help us, here to serve us, here to help us make our life more enjoyable, more abundant in all levels, not just monetarily, but more abundant in joy, health, love, of course. Mm -hmm. And they're here to serve us. But the funny thing about them is that they don't interfere unless we ask for help. So even, even though we may be in hard times, we may be at wit's end, they won't step in unless we say, angels, I need your help. Exactly. Otherwise, like I tell my customers and clients, they're up mm -hmm. there eating bonbons, doing the polka and playing the harp. They're going, they're not asking. I, I know they're not asking. I can't help unless they ask. Because we have this glorious thing called free will. Ah, free will. Stand by. We've got to take a two-minute commercial break because this is one thing I do not have free will in. Exonation, <laughs> Chris Alexander is our special guest. We're talking about angels this hour. Her website is www.angelchatter.com. Talking about bonbons sitting on clouds with my luck, my angels, Peggy Bundy. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as the Exxon continues from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back in two. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. 
To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. Do you have a disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. Welcome back, everyone. This is The Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My guest this hour is Chris Alexandria. We're talking about angels, and Chris's website is www.angelchatter.com. Do you find in the work that you do that children seem to automatically accept the, the existence of angels, and yet older people kind of keep it a secret if they do or they don't? without a doubt think about way back when we were children Mm -hmm. and we've had children we've had friends they have so many imaginary friends yes yeah well imaginary friends are typically because that's what adults call it because we can't see it so it Mm -hmm. must be imaginary right those are actually the guardian angels so it's it's a, actually a pretty fun thing. But when we reach the ages between six and eight, it's somewhere around that time frame, we reach, quote, the age of reason, which is kind of unreasonable. But we try to start fitting in. And like I mentioned earlier, sure. chatting with angels or seeing fairies or anything that's out of the ordinary mm-hmm. is not reasonable. So we tend to push those gifts away, unfortunately. And... But yeah, up until that point, the kids are just amazing. They see it, they hear them, they play with them. 
it's just phenomenal. You know, I see uh, children all the time at different shows we do, and they just light up when they walk by our booth Tell because me, they see it. They see it, and they believe. Yeah. And, you know, I feel so sorry for children because we bring them into a world a fantasy. We tell them about Santa Claus. We tell them about the Sandman, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. There's a cow that jumps over a moon. There's a lady <laughs> that flies on the back of a goose. And what happens at about eight years old? We pull the carpet and say, eh, we lied. That's they all fantasy. <laughs> and we wonder why there are trust issues. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. God bless the children because we adults, whether we knowingly do it or not we kind of screw them up oh yeah uh, <laughs> it's it's the rare parent that actually encourages that mm -hmm. the angelic connection and that sense of expansion and honors it and supports the child as they get older uh, I mean, my parents are fantastic i mean I, I adore them i in fact i just left their house earlier today and but still Chatting with the winged bunch is on the more unusual side. My dad's this brilliant chemical engineer. He mm -hmm. developed formulas in college that they still teach. And my mom's this great domestic goddess. And here I come. <laughs> you know, I talk to, I talk to the angels. I, so we, they never, ever, ever asked me, so, Chris, what angels did you chat with today? you have anything you want to share with us? Yeah, it just never happened. Um, but, of course, I thought, as most children do, that this was normal until I realized it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And because other people weren't doing it. Or they weren't saying they were doing it. Or exactly, yeah. Rob. They weren't saying that they could see or hear or know that they were around and have fun with them and all that sort of stuff. So, Why do you think there's been such a resurgence in the belief of angels? Or should I say the open belief of angels? Oh, good question. Well, there have been more TV shows. I mean, mm -hmm. back, what, in the 80s, 90s, it was Touched by oh, an Angel. That was a great really show. Big here a in great the show. States. Yeah. And that opened a ton. And then then, then there was a, uh, a magazine that came out, Angels on Earth. Yeah. And then we have Doreen here in this country, who, of course, is now internationally known. And she's like the angel, the one and only angel lady. But there are angel lady goddesses all around the world and men are now getting involved so it's not just for women anymore and so there are more people just coming out and they've had people to back them financially so their right. message gets out so now people that don't have that financial backing the lay people are going oh wait these people talk to angels i guess it's okay i can too yeah uh, you know everybody talks about angels at christmas for some reason and not sure. so much the rest of the year yeah. Um, how do we how do we keep angels in our lives the entire year and just not at Christmas time? How do we how do we say it's okay to believe in angels the rest of the year? They're still around, you know, just because Gabriel came down and spread the word. Right. There are other angels all year round. You've got Michael. You've got Ariel, and the list goes on. And on and on and on. And I love working with Michael. I call him Big Mike very often. And that's that's a good point, actually, mm -hmm. that they are, yes, treat them with respect, but you don't have to be afraid to chat with them. And one of the things I hear, unfortunately, often, my troubles aren't important enough. You know, there are other, there's somebody else that needs them more than me. And that's another balderdash 
fought in my book because that's one of the beauties of angels. They can and are everywhere at the exact same nanosecond. There is nothing too small or too big to ask their help in. You you said your favorite angel is Michael, and that's my favorite movie is Michael, uh-huh, the angel uh, with yes, John Travolta. Super movie, a super movie. Um, why why do we only hear about the the more significant angels like Michael, like Gabriel, Gabriel like Ariel? Like Ariel and yeah. Ra- well, those are the four that are in the Bible. Okay, so that's they've been written about, but just as there are a million, a billion different names of people, of humans on the earth, there are at least that many angels, names that we may never hear, and they don't have to be all sounding angelic. I have a very dear client, and her guardian name angel is Jack. Wow. And I have another client, his guardian angel is Bob, and that's what they are most comfortable with. And there's not a thing wrong with it. Now, do these people just chat with one angel or do they chat with a variety of angels? It, I think it really depends on the person hmm. it, and depending what you're going through. So Raphael is the doctor of the angelic realm. So if there's any kind of healing that is going on, um, someone's sick, Raphael would be your go-to. Though Michael, Big Mike, and the United States, he is the patron saint of the police force. So he's mm-hmm. all about protection, all about, I got your back. Yeah. I'm here to protect you and keep you safe. So anytime uh, that you feel uneasy, he's always the first one to call on. Can anyone learn to chat with their angels? Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's as simple as asking. And then mm. the most difficult part is shutting up. Really? <laughs> we have we want to, I'm asking I'm asking I'm asking I'm asking I'm like okay are you quiet long enough to hear them but no I'm like well that's the clue. <laughs> <laughs> you know you go down t- downtown in any city no matter if it's Canada the United States the United Kingdom or down in the Bahamas you always see people talking to themselves and I've often wondered are they really talking to themselves or can they see and hear something that is very private, that they are only supposed to be able to talk to. Could these be angels? Yeah, it absolutely could be. And that's something we may never know. And again, Mm -hmm. it's probably a case-by-case basis because there are certainly some very connected people to the angelic realm. but And they're so connected that they're just not grounded here because they don't feel safe being a human. Mm -hmm. So they'd rather pull this escapism and just chat with them all day long and ignore everybody else. And according to, quote, our standards, they're certifiable. Right. Do angels ever manifest themselves into physical beings to have contact with those that they're that have asked oh, for their help? Oh, absolutely. You want to hear a story? Sure. Oh, good. So my husband and I were coming home from our second honeymoon, and my parents had offered and were watching our children. Mm-hmm. And my dad had to go home to take care of some business where they lived. And my dad, we just can't leave him alone for too long because he ends up getting in trouble of some sort. <laughs> and it was true to form. He got sick. And of course, my mom had to go home and make sure he was okay. And she arranged for our neighbors to watch the girls. Mm-hmm. 
And it was only a couple days, so it was right. not a big deal, and our neighbors are great, so it was nothing. But we didn't know any of this until our boat docked in New York City. So we were living in Boston at the time, and we had to take a cab from where our boat docked over to the train station, and then catch the next train, or the next one after that was a good six or eight hours. So I'm talking to the gang the whole time over, and we pull up to the train station, and cars are parked three or four or five deep, mm -hmm. and there's not a red cap anywhere to be held. And I get out of the car, I turn around, get something out of the seat, and I turn around again, and there's a red cap. Smiling, and he says, can I help you? I said, absolutely. I would, told him the situation. He says, not a problem. He walked very calmly, very smoothly, right up to the counter. Here's your counter. Get your ticket. I'm going to wait over here near the escalator. Perfect. We got our tickets. Of course, we're still like, oh, we got to get there. We got to sure. get there. And he's just do, 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 do. <laughs> he gets us on the train. We uh -huh. turn, he gets us all settled. Luggage is on the train. We turn to give him a tip and he's gone. We walk out of the train, look up and down the platform. He's gone. That was an angel that came in, popped in because they knew it was very important for us at that moment to get home. And they made it happen very easily. But for those now, people had someone who had a had someone who looked like mm -hmm. a bum showed up, probably wouldn't have been as easy for us to accept their help. But this guy, Angel, showed up as a red cap, and of course, that's exactly what we needed. That's exactly how he showed up, and we're like, "Yeah, here, here's our suitcases. Take us to the train." And uh, you made all the connections, and you got home, we and everything made was all okay. All the connections, right. and got home in record time. Excellent. How do angels let you know they're around if they're not making themselves visible? Ooh, so many, so many, so many ways. Um, that's a common theme on my Facebook group right now, which is also called Angel Chatter. So numbers are flying fast and furious. So one of the more popular numbers is when the number four ever catches your eye. Mm -hmm. That's the angels saying hello. But whenever you see a group of four of the same thing. So maybe you see four balls or four birds. And it was funny, um, a couple of months ago, I was giving a lecture at an expo, and it was about talking about, you know, chatting with angels. Mm -hmm. And there was one picture hanging in the entire room, and I, they had asked, how do I know? So we talked about the number four. We talked about the groups of four. And I looked up at the picture, and I started laughing, and now my audience is thinking I'm going cuckoo. I said, turn around, look at that picture. They all did. There are four orchids in that picture. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was just—it was just too comical. Chris, um, Chris, we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Please stand by. Exonation. Chris Alexandria is our special guest. We're talking about angels this hour. She's the award-winning author of the children's book. Have you ever wondered about angels? And we're going to talk to her about her very busy jewelry line and much more when we return from this commercial break with the news. And uh, during the news break, if you'd like to check out her website, it's www.angelchatter.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, 
but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing. 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7. 365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. And I'd like to say a very happy birthday to all my friends at CHCH-TV here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, that are celebrating their 60th year of television broadcasting. To all my friends there, happy birthday, guys, and it's always been a pleasure to work with you. Exxon Nation, our guest this hour is Chris Alexandria. Her website is www.angelchatter.com. And guess what we're talking about? All right, I'll give you the website one more time so it sinks in. <laughs> www.angelchatter.com. That's right, we're talking about angels this hour. And as you all know, this is my favorite subject because I believe in angels. I've seen angels, so I know they're real. And, uh, you know, Chris, as a police officer many years ago, I remember going to the scene of a very bad accident, a very bad accident. And um, the, the driver who was involved, who was in very serious condition, was telling us about this person that was there helping them. And we were looking around and there was no one there. You know, this was in the middle of basically nowhere. And... Um, you know, this is just one of the other examples of angels that I've heard about over the years. And then you've got the guardian angels that that, that protect children. Yep. 
because good Lord knows they need all the protection they can get, especially in today's society. Um, so I, I believe in angels, and it's great having you here with us on the show tonight. I really appreciate you having me. Um, tell us about your, 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 your line of angel jewelry. That's exciting. It is exciting. I am. Uh, it's been this beautiful unfolding, uh, trying out different designs, finding mm -hmm. the right jeweler. So we finally found our jeweler. Because I design it, I cannot actually make it. My hands right. and my brain don't work well together sometimes, in that artistic sense. And our jeweler, she's just so much fun to work with, and her integrity is right up there with ours. So. All of our jewelry, as pretty as it is, it's also designed to help empower the wearer. So the first up was a spinoff of my logo, simple wings and a halo, mm -hmm. and a whimsical sort of a, of a way. And then we came out with something a bit more bolder. We called it Angel Flight. So we have a beautiful heart with angel wings taking it off. And then our biggest line right now is called Divine Angels, something a little bit more on the demure side, but we started incorporating crystals like rose quartz. It's the premier stone of self-love. Uh, amethyst, which is a constant space clear. So it's helping clear the energies around you so you can walk your life's path the way you want to versus the way someone else thinks you're supposed to. And we're getting ready to add two more stones, Amazonite and Sodalite. And those are both uh, ones considered a very lucky stone, helping you with positive vibes. And then we took the symbols of that were included in my angel Archangel Oracle card deck and have manifested the symbols into jewelry. So we have Michael. Big Mike, his symbol's a sword, mm -hmm. and always offering you protection and strength as an example. So they're just, they're so beautiful, they're so much fun, and we've been able to hire some great sales reps, so they're getting the word out about us, and we're, we're going. It's time Excellent. To, it's time to fly. Fantastic. Um, tell us about the, your oracle cards, your angel sure. oracle cards. Uh, do they work like regular oracle cards or tarot cards, or uh, are they are they angel based? Oh, absolutely. And when when the angels first told me I was mm -hmm. going to make a deck, I laughed at them. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. I go, how many decks are already out there? And they go, no, 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 no. Think about it. I said, all right, I'm I'm listening. All the decks you use now with your clients, they're beautiful. I went, yeah. But aren't your clients paying more attention to the illustration and its symbolic meaning and our message is getting diluted? And I went, oh, you got my attention now. So I wrote the entire, there are 44 cards in my deck. Mm -hmm. I wrote the message for each of the 44 cards and the accompanying guidebook in a two-week period. And it just literally flew out of me. And then it sat because if we're going to do something simple, it still has to be beautiful because it'd be very boring if it was just a bunch of words on a card. I wouldn't buy it. And a friend of mine said symbols, and I went, I love the idea. So she and I sat down one evening, and the 14 archangels that are included in my deck, we got 14 symbols in the course of one evening. And the symbols have three things in common. They all started a circle, they all ended a line, and they can all be drawn in one motion. And I know... I'm a girl, Rob, and I like things round and soft and pretty. And these symbols, if I had to say feminine or masculine, they're definitely more on the masculine side. So I feel very comfortable saying I didn't make them up. They were literally given 
to us. So that's one of the things that makes our deck unique. And to answer your question, yes, you, you treat them just like an oracle card deck, which is there to inspire, to confirm, to periodically wing slap you into getting you to do to move, to get you to do something that you really want to be doing. Um, one of the things, another thing that makes our deck unique, it's it self-clears itself. When I didn't even realize I that was a feature until we do all these expos and trade shows and people are coming by and they're playing with the cards because mm -hmm. we invite them to. And time and time again, we go, oh my gosh, I, we were just talking about this. I so needed to hear this message today. And wow, I was just, wow. So it was fascinating. We kept seeing this over and over again. By the time the show's done, we're tired. So I we just box the deck yeah. up and go home. So there's no clearing of the deck. And the next time we bring the deck out, same thing. I don't clear it. We're setting up, making it look very nice. And the same thing was happening over and over hmm. again. I went, I'll be darned. This thing is clearing itself, which is a big deal in the Oracle card world. Um, most decks, people are trained. You have to knock on them or you have to do something to it to keep the energies clear. And that's not the case with this one. Tell me, um, one of the questions that I get um, – whenever we have somebody on the show about angels is mm -hmm. angels, do they really have wings or was this part of a, an artist or, or an art inspiration in order to differentiate in a painting who's an angel and who's a mortal? I think you just said it perfectly. It's our, it's our interpretation. Um, angels are pretty much energy mm -hmm. and we have given them a human form because that's, that makes us, feel comfortable associating yeah. it, giving it an image so we know what we're looking at. Um, it could just as easily be an apple, but apples don't have a mouth, so it'd be kind of hard for an apple to be talking. So we gave it a human form, and we added the wings, just like you said, so they have, okay, that's an angel, yeah. that's a person. Now, let's say grandma or grandpa pass away. Mm -hmm. Can they become angels? I may get shot at this, and I hope you don't get a lot of calls, but I am of the firm belief, no. Uh, our loved ones mm -hmm. become can become our guides. You know, my grandmother, I still have one alive. She's 99, and my other one passed about three years ago. And to this day, I know she comes and visits. Her name was Mar Mary. Mm -hmm. I find Mary medallions in the oddest places. So I know it's grandma. And she was famous for a certain kind of bread she would make. And I can be in the middle of literally nowhere. And my husband and I were both traveling one day. And we're in the car. We're the only ones in the car. We're not near literally any building. And we looked at each other. I said, do you smell that? He goes, yeah. I said, what does it smell like? He goes, babka bread. I'm like, okay, just making sure we're both not going crazy. And that's <laughs> that was grandma's bread. So they come back. To certainly visit. They come back to check on us. They come back to help us. But are they an angel? No. Angels are, are one of the many, many signs from above. Many people mm -hmm. believe that they're the messenger of God and they represent right. uh, goodness, uh, good news, guidance, protection. But what happens in religious philosophies where there are no angels? 
That's a really good question. So what happens? I, I don't know because that is such a foreign concept to yeah. me. Certainly, you know, there are atheists and they don't mm -hmm. believe in any, to my knowledge, outside energetic God, goddess, angels. Um, and it's rather boring, I would think. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of like chatting with the angels. So for me, it would be a really boring day if I couldn't have them hanging around and, and guiding me and assisting me. So do they, do angels ignore those people? No. Um, they're still there helping them. But again, back to the very first segment, uh, they're still waiting to be asked to help. Gotcha. So it's, you know, you have to ask. It's that yeah. simple. It is that simple. With the many thousands of people that you've had the pleasure of meeting over the years and the great work that you're doing, are there any special stories that that stand out in your mind that you could share with us? Oh, sure. One of the ones, the first one that came into mind, we're at a show, and you, we do a lot of the metaphysical shows mm -hmm. for the retailing end. So there's a lot of readers there. So I see this woman walking around a couple of times, and she finally stops at our booth, and she asked for a reading with me. And I said, absolutely. And there was something very special about her, and I, I, I didn't realize yet. And I said, okay, out of all the the readers that are here, why did you pick me? And she looked at me and it was just this, this look that just bore into me and she smiled so sweetly and she said, because every time I came near your booth, I heard Gabriel toot his horn. Oh, wow. And I went, yeah, I said that, then I went, okay, no pressure. So, <laughs> uh, so that was a very profound moment for me that she was putting that much uh, importance on our reading and that she felt my connection was that profound. It was a very humbling moment for me. Um, now, the readings, the readings that you give, are they, are they different than other tarot card readers or oracle readers? I think so. You know, I haven't had a reading by a professional or non-professional in a, an extremely long time. Mm -hmm. um, but what I do tell people, what does make me different is I, I don't do parlor tricks. You know, I, I'm here to help you become more empowered. So through the course of your reading, so let's say you decided to come to see me, Rob. So I say, Rob, what would you like to talk about? And sometimes I get, I don't know. Then I'll say, okay, what would you like to be better in your world? And we usually have a very long list of sure. those things. So the angels will then pick during the course of a quick session reading. And then through the, what they chose, they then offer up homework or you can call them tools, mm -hmm. that you can then use well beyond our session. Wow. Because it's not about me fixing things for you. It's about you becoming empowered. So I'm certainly not going to follow you and saying, hey, did you do your homework? It's up to you. So you don't build a dependency with your, with your clientele? No. One of the best gifts, and it sounds yeah. very ironic, is I'd never hear from you again. No, that doesn't sound ironic. I respect that. Thank you. No, it's, I, I really, truly want you to have your best life, not a life that I wish. My wish for you is that you're happy in all areas of your life. That's my wish, and it's let's do it your way. Mm -hmm. But over the years of, of doing shows like you do and, mm -hmm. and you know the exhibitions, and even doing this radio show, I can tell when somebody is out for themselves and not for the people that they claim that they're out there, they want to help, they want to make a difference. Right. And I can honestly say the majority just want to fill their pockets. Right. But it's nice to hear somebody say, I, I don't want to see you again. I want you to, oh, I'm here to help you. That's about it. 
Right. So Thank that's you. that's great. Thank you, and I and I mean that sincerely. And and my following, they get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna. You know, I'll hold your hand when needed, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna play the oh pity me party game with you. I I, I just I won't do it. I'll I'll listen to you with compassion mm-hmm. and with love, and then I'll say, okay, let's let's get going. Yeah. Let's let's change this so your life gets better. I've and I've gotten rid of clients that all they do is one one I'll say, I'm sorry that I'm not the person for you. Call up Madam Cleo. Call up Kenny Kingston. <laughs> that Call up Dionne Warwick. Yeah, 1-800-RIP-OFF. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, we've got about a, what, Craig, about a minute left. Uh, oh. Just in this segment, we, we're going to have oh, you I'm back sorry. in the next segment as well. When you're doing the the fairs, the booths, the the exhibitions, what are the angels doing? Do they look around at all the other people that are that are you know basically carnies and say, "What are you people doing?" Do they try to help the people that are getting suckered? Well, they do, but you know they they will free will guide you right. So I had a woman walk by. We were at a show last weekend, mm-hmm. and and I you know I'll ask periodically, "Why did you pick me?" And they go, because you smiled at me. Aww. I mean, it's that, it can be that simple just to be, make that honest, yeah. open connection. Look at them in the eye and just smile at them. You know, I'm a proverbial happy person. In fact, our dentist, <laughs> uh, our dentist asked my husband at one point, he goes, is your wife always that happy? And he went, yeah. Wow. And guess what? She doesn't take drugs. <laughs> Stand by. We've got to take our final yeah. break. Exo Nation. Our guest this hour is uh, Chris Alexandria. We're talking about angels. Her website is www.angelchatter.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this final break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, Both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author-signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com.
Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back, everyone. Chris Alexandria is our special guest, and she's a transformational coach with Angel Insights. Her website is www.angelchatter.com. First of all, Chris, it's been great having you with us. We have to have you back on because I love your energy, and I love the fact that you're an angel lady. I love well, angels. Love I them. do, too, and I would love to be back on your show, Rob. That is a promise. That Thank is a you. promise, and it won't be at, won't just be at Christmas time either, because I believe oh, cool. that angels are around <laughs> each and every day. Uh, there, there's a great song called "Angels Among Us." And, yes, uh, who's by Alabama? Craig. Oh, anyway, he's yeah, and um, I believe. You know, I we talk here about UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in those things. <laughs> You know, we talk about Loch Ness Monster, the Bermuda Triangle. I don't believe. Yeah. Talk about angels. You've got me. You got It's me. that plain and simple. What, what message would you like to leave with the Exo Nation around the world tonight, Chris? Very simply is that you are worthy to have everything and anything that you truly desire. Wow. It's that simple. Yeah. And it's, it's when you really desire. And if you're not sure... If you want it because that's the new thing Mm -hmm. or because that's what your neighbor has, simply place your hands over your heart because your heart's the birthplace of your soul and your soul never lies to you. Ego lives up in the head and lies to you all the time and gives you illusions of grandeur and all that nonsense. So if you're not sure, just simply place your hands over your heart and close your eyes, feel the beating of your heart and feel your chest rise and fall. And if it's really meant to you, you're going to feel it kind of settle in and take root and actually start expanding. And if it's not meant for you, it's going to kind of float away. And it just can't make it to that space. By the way, um, Angels Among Us is by (laughs) Alabama. I was right, Greg. Oh, thank you. Fascinating song. I love it. We uh, we used to play it all the time. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where... I play it on special occasions, so the next time you're with us, I will play it. Ooh, I would love that. Yeah. It's great having you with us. So I understand you've got some more books in the offing? I do. I do. Um, The children's book that you've been promoting is Mm -hmm. out. Um, I have one coming out for us adults. You're older, a little older than a child. It's called Ask Formations. I've taken affirmations and mantras to a new level. It's very exciting and it's very easy and it's very profound and effective. I've been, I've, I'm the guinea pig 
and my clients and customers are guinea pigs, and we're getting great results with it. Super. So the book's coming out within two months. So how many books all told have you written? Um, this will be my second. Um, I have my third book will be coming out later this year, maybe mm -hmm. beginning of next year, called Chatterology, How to Know You Are Chatting with the Angels and Not Yourself. And <laughs> my second children's book, I have to use humor. And then my second children's book, will. Um, I'm starting to get inklings. Um, I'll be playing with that soon. And that's going to be another Have You Ever Wondered, but this time it's going to be about fairies. Um, so, yeah, it just keeps keeps rolling around, so Excellent. it's just a lot of fun. Chris, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure. Welcome thank to the Exxon family. And I look forward to having the pleasure of talking to you again in the near future. But until then, safe travels. Please give my best to your angels and tell them that Rob McConnell of the Exxon believes. I, you just did, my friend. Take care of yourself, Chris. Great Thank talking you very to much, you. Rob. My pleasure. Exo Nation, Chris Alexandria has been my guest this hour. What a lady. Great having her with us. We're going to have her back in the future. I love angels. I really do, and I believe in angels. Now, I know there's people going saying out there, he doesn't believe in UFOs, he doesn't believe in ghosts, he doesn't believe in Bigfoot, he doesn't believe in Loch Ness Monster, but he believes in angels. Well, that's because I've seen an angel, and I know they're real. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As we continue right here from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And once again, Exo Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Chris, if you'd like to get her books, her jewelry, her website is www.angelchatter.com. Don't go away. We'll be back after the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour here in the Exxon. Exo Nation.